Welcome to the Gut Church Podcast. My name is Kennedy Shear, and thank you so much for joining us. Today, we have a great word for you. If this ministry has changed your life, will you let us know? Send us an email to story at gutchurch.com. Tonight, I want to talk about fresh start. What does a fresh start look like? It, it works because it's the start of a new school year. But also it works even if you don't have kids going to school. It's just a natural time for a fresh start. You know, it's, it's interesting because we have, we're so scheduled throughout the school year. And then my wife, who is a seven on the Enneagram, and let's just have fun. Um, when summer hits, it's summer is the excuse to do anything. For instance, Brahms at 930. I'm not mad. Don't get me wrong. I love a cherry limeade at 9.30 at night, but it's, it's, it's summertime. It's summertime. Well, we're coming into a time in the school year where we start to get on that schedule, and it, it's a natural time to start fresh. Maybe you were, you were on a path, and then all of a sudden you look up, and you realize that you weren't moving in the direction that you thought you were. This is a great time for that fresh start. Everybody say fresh start. Okay. Well, let's dive in. I have four points. Number one is remember. When you have a, a fresh start, we want to remember. We want to remember what God's done for us. We want to remember the doors that he's opened or the blessing that he's, he's given to us in our lives or the grace that we've received, that we've, we've been able to, to operate in in our lives. You want to remember those times because what's hard is you're going to have trials. You're going to have issues. There are going to be storms that are going to form in your life. But we still remember that, hey, God still has our back. I think what's interesting is we get going and in the middle of a storm, we forget. We start worrying because we forget what God's done for us previously. But if you look back time and time again, he's never let you down. Time and time again, a situation has changed in an instant and all of a sudden it works out when it didn't look like there was a chance that it could work out. Isaiah 43, 16. It says, this is what the Lord says, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, for your sakes I will send an army against Babylon, force the Babylonians to flee in those ships they are so proud of. I am the Lord, your Holy One, Israel's creator and king. I am the Lord who opened a way through the waters, making a dry path through the sea. I called forth a mighty, or I called forth the mighty army of Egypt with all its chariots and horses. I drew them beneath the waves and they drowned and their lives snuffed out like a smoldering candle wick. He's writing here and, and it's, it's remembering what God had done for them. It's remembering that they were slaves in Egypt and then they were then, they were then brought out and it looked bleak. The army, the, the Egyptian army is right behind them and it looked bleak. It looked like there was no, no way out. They had hit the sea, the sea split. They went across. As soon as they were done, it closed back up. But what's hard is just like that, there is that, that Red Sea moment in your life that has happened time and time again, but yet you get in a, a scenario, you get in a storm, and you forget that Red Sea moment. 
Please remember that the promises of God are yes and amen. That he's, he has not let you down yet. He is not going to start now. So you can step into this new season remembering that God has had your back through it all. That no matter what, you can stand on his promises and realize those in your life. There's three verses out of Psalms I want to read here. And this is going to be out of, all these are going to be out of the Amplified. But Psalm 77, 11 says, I will earnestly recall the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will earnestly remember the wonders you performed for our fathers of old. I will med meditate also upon all your works and consider all your mighty deeds. Psalm 105.5 says, Earnestly remember the marvelous deeds that he has done, his miracles and his wonders, the judgments and sentences which he pronounced upon his enemies as in Egypt. And then Psalm 143.5 says, I remember the days of old. I meditate on all your doings. I ponder the work of your hands. We have to, have to, have to remember what God's done for us. Because that gives us that hope moving forward. That gives us that little small light of hope. When things look bad, when things look bleak, we remember all that God has done for us in the past, and then we're able to move forward with that. That all the things that, that we step into the new season and the, the unknowns. My oldest, uh, Charleston, is seven, and she's going to a new school this year. It is, she only knows our house, and the church. She's going to ELP from the very beginning. She very much needs to go to a place that Rev is not the boss. If you guys are wondering who Rev is, it's her granddad. And she's at the age that she knows that. She knows her last name. So she's going in this place, and I think there's this anxious excitement that she has, but then also... You think through, and, and even today, she's playing out in the front yard, and it's like, man, we're, she's about to be going to school, and there's this, there's this unknown. But yet, we look back, and we remember that all, has, all God has done in our lives, in her life already, we look back and we see, okay, this is who he is, and that he is going to remain the same all the way moving forward. So we can know that we don't have to worry about this, that she will have the right teacher, we don't have to worry about this, that she will make the right friends. She will make the right decisions. We can, we can stand confident knowing that because of what he's done for us in the past. Jeremiah 29, 11 through 14. Jeremiah 29, 11 is one that we hear often, but I want to read through 14 here. For I know the thoughts and plans I have for you, says the Lord. Thoughts and plans for welfare and peace and not for evil to give you hope in your final outcome. Then you will call upon me and you will come and pray to me and I will hear and heed you. Then you will seek me, inquire for and require me. And I love the Amplified, <coughs> excuse me, because it adds in this. It says, and you require me as a vital necessity. And find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found by you, says the Lord, and I will release you from captivity and gather you from all the nations and all the places which I have driven you, says the Lord, and I will bring you back to the place 
from which I caused you to be carried away captive with this, that he knows the plans that he has for you. Man, I don't know what the future holds. I understand, but you can know that God has your back. You can know that, that there's a hedge of protection about you moving forward. There's a hedge of protection about your kids when they go to school this year. That there, there are angels that go out before them. But there's that hedge of protection that you know that you can move forward knowing that he knows he has the thoughts and, and plans he has for you. That no matter what, you stand and you stand and you stand you're able to then realize that greatest life that we talk about. That's when we can realize that no matter what, all things work together for good. I know it looks bleak, but all things work together for good. I don't see how this is going to work out. Well, it's a good thing that God is a God of suddenlies. That it's that one moment everything can change. Number two, forget. So remember and then forget. You have to forget your past. What's hard is too many times we, we disqualify ourselves because we remember our past. You have to forgive yourself for that mistake that you made. You have to forgive yourself for the, for the thing that has been holding you back for way too long. God's forgiven you. You need to forgive yourself. Quit disqualifying yourself and, and hanging it over your own head because you made a bad decision. Isaiah 43, 18 says, Do not earnestly remember the former things, neither consider the things of old. Old things have passed away, all things become new. It's we're moving forward, it's I'm going to, in this new season, I will succeed in this. I know that we've tried, I know that things haven't worked out how, how I would have thought that they would have worked out, but I'm going to stand here and know I am not disqualified. I cannot disqualify myself. I still have breath, so I still have purpose. We have to realize that. Because if we don't, then we're going to look back at the end of our lives and think, man, I wasted so much time because of that one thing that happened so long ago. So long ago, we, we, we hold on to it, and then we look back and think, why did I waste all that moment? Why did I waste all that time because of that one moment? Why did I allow that one moment to dictate our whole lives? That might sound dramatic, but it's reality. We all have that one moment. Man, I wish I could have that back. Guess what? You can't, but you can keep moving forward. Man, I wish I wouldn't have made that mistake. I know, but you made it. Learn from it. Don't make it again. Keep moving. We have to keep moving forward. We have to keep taking new ground. We have to keep that walk of faith about us. Micah 7.18 says, who is, God, who is a God like you who forgives iniquity and passes over the transgressions of the remnant of his heritage? He retains not his anger forever because he delights in the mercy and loving kindness. Forgive yourself. If you have asked God for forgiveness, then he's ripped up that, that thing and thrown as far as the east is from the west and you can keep traveling east and you're never going to go west. There are no poles on the east and west. If you think about it, it is mind-blowing. It's one of those things that's like, that is, that's so long. 
Did you guys know that the highest number is Google? It's the highest recorded number. My seven-year-old told me that. I learned some things. But you think about Google, it's like, oh, that's interesting. A, they picked that name. But then you, you think about it, it's like that number is so high. That, I mean, as far as the east is from the west. So why are you allowing that to dictate your decisions moving forward when God has already forgiven you? Why are you allowing that thing to stop you from stepping into the life that God's called you to live for, fulfilling your purpose in life because you made that mistake or that issue that you've already received forgiveness for and you should be able to walk without carrying that burden around. We have to, when we step into a new season, you have to be light on your feet. You have to be able to, to pivot, to move, to take new ground, but you can't do that if you're carrying your past along with you. I remember uh, growing up when we'd go on vacations, dad, we'd, we would all go and dad would be the pack mule is what he called it. So everybody think about a, a mule and then you load that mule up in a pack mule. So we'd be walking through the airport and he'd be carrying everybody but my bags. I have two sisters, a mother, I'm the only boy. So, and finally one day, he very famously threw the bags down in Dallas-Fort Worth Airport, said, I'm no longer the pack mule. Carry your own bags. That has been a moment that has stuck with me because my dad is the king of awkward. So for him to do that in the middle of the Dallas-Fort Worth Airport, not shocking. I wish that were the most shocking thing that happened probably that day. But that stuck with me. And what's interesting is how many of us are walking through life as the pack mule carrying our past when all we have to do is just throw it to the side and move on? What if we just realize that we don't have to carry our past with us anymore? Well, you don't understand. My dad did this, my granddad did this, my great-granddad did this, so I'm doing it too. You don't have to. Break the generational curse. Start a trend of generational blessings. Start, start a, new, a new place that your family goes that then your kids can take on further? What if you change the whole trajectory of your family, but all you have to do is throw those bags off, throw the weight off, throw your past off, and keep moving forward? So I have remember, forget, and then number three is C. Isaiah 43, 19 says, For I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. See that God has already gone before you. See that when you step into a room, that room is prime for you to take advantage of whatever is in that room. What if that opportunity that's been in front of you, that you've been chasing, you know it's an opportunity, but yet you've never been able to seize it. What if in this season you're able to seize that opportunity? What if in this season you actually walk through the door that God opens for you? The problem is we'll pray for God to open doors, but then it takes us to actually step through that door. That door could be open all day long and you can just be standing there. But you see that he's gone before you, that he, he's 
already begun to make those paths that he's created a, a river in a dry wasteland where it's like, man, I, I, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm grinding, I'm moving, I'm moving, I'm moving. Nothing works out. What if this season you were in a place of faith and you heard from God so clearly that as soon as that door was open, you walked through it, and then it's like a river in a dry wasteland. That's the opportunity we have moving into a new season. Man, it's just been a, a season of nothing working out, or it's been a season of pruning, or it's been a season of grinding it through, or whatever it is. Well, let's change that season. Why don't we start a season of blessing in our lives? What if we start a season of realized opportunity in our lives? Not just opportunity, but realized opportunity. What if you start this season actually walking through that door? Say, you know what? This is the season that I'm going to look back on, and this will be a pivotal season in our lives. What if we made that decision and then truly moved forward? That's what he's saying here, that he would make rivers in a dry wasteland. Where it's, man, you know, my, my marriage has always been rocky. We got through the honeymoon phase and it's always been rocky. No, start a new season. Forget. And let's see what it looks like moving forward. See, start proclaiming that healthy marriage. Start proclaiming that your kids will obey. Start speaking life into it. Quit saying my kids are, are disobedient. My kids don't listen. Quit saying that. Speak life into the situation. I remember before we, or we just had Charleston, they talk about terrible twos. We've never said terrible twos in our house. Absolutely not. The twos are going to be awesome. The twos are going to be a great time. I don't want to look back and think, man, that was there. Well, yeah, you spoke it forever. Start speaking life into it. I pray over, I put our kids to bed every night and I pray over them. And first off, even when I, anytime I drop them off, anytime I leave them, it's, hey, Charleston, let me hear it. I'm be kind, obedient, respectful. Yes, you are. Because I've spoke that over you since you were born. That you're going to be a leader and not a follower. I will not allow my kids to be followers, to let whatever the world tells them to be truth. My kids will be influencers and not influenced. That everything they put their hand to prospers, but nothing formed against them ever will. That they never go a day where they're not under God's covering, under God's protection, and operating in God's favor and grace. Start speaking life over your family and watch how all of a sudden the attitude starts to change. Well, he's just being rebellious. Quit saying that. Speak life into it. The problem is, if you keep speaking death, then yeah, he's going to be rebellious. But no, you break it, you speak life into it, and watch how God changes it all around. Number four is proclaim. Proclaim. This is Isaiah 43.20. The wild animals in the field will thank me, the jackals and the owls too, for giving them water in the desert. Yes, I will make rivers in a dry wasteland so my chosen people can be refreshed. Start proclaiming favor in this new season. Start pro 
proclaiming grace in this new season. Start proclaiming health in this new season. Maybe it's been a, a multiple seasons of bad health. What if that changed this season? What if you started speaking life into your bodies? That you're healthy and whole in Jesus' name. Nothing missing, nothing broken. That you are healthy from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Start speaking to your body and then watch how God comes in and his promises are realized. Because by his stripes we were healed. We just have to realize that promise. What if you started speaking life into your body and then all of a sudden your health changes? Proclaim God's promise over the situations that look bad, that look bleak, that haven't worked out, and see how God starts to change it. So real quick, my four things are remember and forget. Remember, forget, see and proclaim. Lift your head. Look on the fields, they're white with harvest. That opportunity in front of you, all you have to do is walk through that door. Again, we'll pray that God will open doors, but it's us that have to walk through those doors. Let's start realizing that opportunity and start to see how we look back and it's like, man, the school year of 23, 24, that changed our family forever. That's the power that it is. That's the power that we have. What if you made a decision, I'm going to only speak life over my kids and over their school year? What if? There are a lot of unknowns. But we can sit back knowing that we already have spoken to it. We've spoken to that situation. Things in your job, things in your career aren't looking good. Speak life into it. Well, they just don't listen to me. I know. Why don't they listen to you? Have you ever thought about that? Have you given them a reason not to listen? Well, yeah, I haven't. Man, I haven't been a good employee. Then why would they listen to you if you've been this way the whole time? What if you started speaking life into your situation, into your career, and watch how God turns it around? Speak life into your business and watch how God turns it around. Quit talking about how bad the economy is, how bad inflation is. Yeah, move on. Last time I checked, the promise of the tithe is not contingent on inflation. The promise of health in our bodies has nothing to do whether there's a pandemic or not. I understand that there are external factors, but we can stand knowing that his promises are yes and they're amen. That his promises are true. If we can stand on those promises, then we can be propelled moving forward. Let's pray real quick. Real quick, I, I want to ask two questions. Tonight, if you say, you know what, I need to make Jesus the Lord of my life. If, if you need that, moving into this new season, you think I've been fighting it long enough? Maybe you've never done it. Maybe you did it in the past. You have, have sidestepped and gone a different direction. You just need to make that declaration between you and God. I want to give you that opportunity tonight. 
And then number two is going to be, if you need prayer over that fresh start, over that new season in your life, I'm going to have you, we're going to pray for you also. So first, if you need to make Jesus the Lord of your life, again, maybe you've done it before, maybe you haven't done it, opportunity is still there. All you have to do is take it. So the Bible says you believe with your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you'll be saved. So real quick, if, if you're part of that first one, you, may, you need to make Jesus the Lord of your life or you need to rededicate, you need to make a, a new declaration that Jesus is Lord. Just put your hand up, put it back down real quick. We're all gonna pray together, BZ, I see you. Is there anybody else? I see you. God bless you. Start this new season on the right team. Start this new season with the power of the promises of God. Is there anybody else? I see you. Okay, I'm going to have everybody pray with me. Father God, I give you my life. I make Jesus Christ the Lord of my life. I thank you that I'm going to heaven and I will never smell the sin of hell. My name is written in the Lamb's book of life. And Lord, I thank you that this next season, this fresh start, changes everything for me. Lord, I thank you that after tonight, there is no looking back. I'm leaving my past. I'm leaving the things that I've carried because I walk with Jesus now. Lord, we love you. We magnify you. And it's in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you'd like more information about the ministries of Gut Church, visit our website at gutschurch.com.